0: This podcast is brought to you by the NRCA Healthcare Program. Did you know that NRCA now offers quality, affordable healthcare options for NRCA members of all types and sizes? Visit nrcahealth.com to learn more. You've got nothing to lose and a lot to gain. Hello, everyone. Jared Ribble here. I am the host and producer of Stories of an Extraordinary Industry for the National Roofing Contractors Association. Now, if you are a regular listener, you will notice that this episode is a little different. It is a continuation of the episode titled No Roofer Left Behind. And if you are new to this podcast series, I encourage you to go back one episode and listen to the incredible story of two brothers from Wapakoneto, Ohio, working for Frost Roofing. Their names, Chad and Todd Dunlap. It is a story filled with incredible tragedies.
1: She hit us at about 55 miles an hour square in the side. The impact itself killed the driver, which was my stepfather, whereas Chad went through the windshield with my mother.
2: With their parents dead, they lived with their stepmom. Her favorite phrase to me was, you're worthless, you'll never amount to anything. You should have died in that wreck with your mother. Chad eased his pain with substances. Chad's the greatest guy to be around. He's always so energetic. No, I'm always on cocaine. And when the drugs ran out... In the withdrawals out of this world, I went through cold sweats, anger, rage, teeth banging together because my body was fighting.
0: If that weren't enough, Chad had to watch his best friend surrender to his mental health battles.
2: He says, I have a rope hanging in the garage. I'm going to take my own life. I didn't believe him. He he had hung himself and he had his hands handcuffed behind his back so he couldn't change his mind. When
0: our guests Todd and Chad Dunlap and J.J. Smithy were interviewed for this story, they gave a treasure trove of helpful tips to companies who have employees battling with difficult circumstances, and they gave encouragement for people who are in the middle of their own struggle. I felt their wisdom on these topics deserved their own place on this podcast series. So to start with, I asked J.J. Smithy, president of Frost Roofing, what they do to support their workers who are battling substance abuse. Make sure you have good programs internally to deal with that, with counseling, with programs that that will work with people that, that have problems or need someone to talk to. Those are huge things, and those are things that we definitely make sure that we have available. We have some insurance programs that allow us to have some services for our employees to talk to. So we definitely have those things available and they do help. But we also are pretty strict on the other side where if you relapse and there is an issue, we're pretty strict about you can't continue. So you want to help, but they only help if you're
2: the mindset you want it.
0: Chad Dunlap has a message for business leaders as well.
2: So that employer can speak up. That's another thing that I would like for the, for the people that are watching this to grasp, that it's okay to speak up. You can save a life by simply asking the right questions. Say, I'm an owner of a company. We'll, we'll say owner because small companies, you deal with the owner. You know, large companies, you may deal with a foreman or someone else. First and foremost, when you have this meeting, don't sit behind your desk when you're talking to them. You're creating a barrier. You're already telling them, I've got walls up. Pull your chair around the other side of the desk. Take away that barrier between you and that person. Show them I'm open to whatever. I'm here to help. Once you have that scenario, first question, "Hey, I've noticed some things are off. I know you're struggling. What's going on? How can I help you?" And then shut up and listen to listen. Most of us, let's say we're having a conversation and you're telling me about your problems, Jared, typically 35 seconds after you've been talking, I've already diagnosed what you've got and know exactly what I'm going to say. I've I'd listened to nothing For the next four minutes of our conversation, because I've already diagnosed your issue. Don't do that. Listen to listen. We're not supposed to have all of the answers. You know, when I talk to people, the first thing I tell them, I'm not the guy with all the answers, but I know people who can help. Once we listen to listen, don't diagnose what they're going through. Or or even worse, don't downplay. What they say to you, whatever they say to you is the most important thing going on in their life. So many times I've seen somebody dump their heart out and the person go, that's all you're going through? Really? That's the reason you've been struggling? You know what I just told them? That the weight that they're lifting has zero gravitational pull to it. Understand what they're telling you is the biggest problem they've ever encountered. That's how I want you to look at this. Once you've listened to them, it's your job to help bridge that person between this scenario and the person that can help. I can't fix what you're going through, but I'm going to help you find the people who can and then do it.
0: And then do not be afraid to ask
2: this difficult question. The other question that I always want people to ask if somebody's really struggling is, are they thinking about taking their own life? I've never had somebody ask me that. They're afraid. You know why? They're afraid of the answer. If he says yes, what do I do? If he's thinking yes, and I don't ask ask that question, what good have I done him? We have to ask, are you thinking about taking your own life? And then you have to be willing to take the steps to help them after that. That I didn't speak up loud enough or make the decision to go get my friend the day that it happened, the day he took his own life. I had many other opportunities to make something happen.
0: While Chad cannot erase the past, he can move forward to help anyone considering suicide. He started an organization called Upshift.
2: I wanna to speak to every youth group, high school, college, that I can, no matter what your situation, I've pretty much been there at, at some point in life. So why wouldn't I wanna make things a little easier for someone? I, I always knew that, that I wanted to help people. What is it that I can do to have an impact in other people's lives? Here's Chad's brother, Todd Dunlap.
1: And I think that's what is Chad's motivation for this and for speaking is because if he speaks, then you shine a light. And you know, somebody's gotta be in the lighthouse. Otherwise, everybody's gonna drown. None of it really, any of it being for self-gain. It's for contributing to other people and helping those that can't make it out make it out. And it's what's led him to heal in his recovery over his guilt and everything that comes with him being on being that close to the ripple effect of what happened to Seth. This is it was his journey to heal uh, was by helping others and getting other people out, knowing that he. He did something as opposed to nothing.
0: Through his presentations with Upshift, Chad drives this critical point home if you want to be serious about helping someone considering suicide.
2: I want them to know that communication is everything. We text, we no longer talk. But my whole goal, start having conversations. Conversations are the most important tool in your toolbox when it comes to helping someone grow and helping yourself grow. Have a conversation. When was the last time that someone sent you a text and said, hey, how's it going? And you're struggling and you text them all of your problems and you got better. You didn't. you solved nothing except that person knows what you're struggling with. Text my buddy and he says, hey, I'm really struggling. And you know what I do? I text them to say, hey, where are you at? Because I'm going to wherever he is and we're going to talk it through. And if necessary, taking the next steps that are necessary to help that person or yourself get the mental health help that you need.
0: A sincere conversation is the start, but Todd takes this another step further.
1: You are now making a choice, and that choice is to do everything and fully commit yourself to helping them because you realize that it is far easier and less painful to help them than it is to carry them on that final walk and that's the reality that you're faced with. There are resources, surround them with those resources, and most importantly, let them know that you are going to be there to relentlessly pick them up, that they and their soul has become your addiction, and then you have to commit yourself to it 100%.
0: You are fully committed to helping, yes, but Chad goes on to make an important distinction
2: understand any type of threatening is out of your control completely. It is not your job to fix anyone. You take the necessary steps to help them get the help that they need. You take the necessary steps to help them get the help that they need.
0: Our guests have given you tips to support someone struggling with substance abuse or depression leading to suicide. But if you are listening and you are the one struggling, Todd has some words for you.
1: We all deserve to be loved. And if you're not in an environment where you are loved, put yourself in that environment. Get yourself out of that dark water and put yourself with people. Find people who will love you and help you and guide you out of that. Because it's impossible to do it alone. You don't have to be alone. There are angels and there are lighthouse caretakers that will help you. There's no shame in the beautiful fact that you want to save yourself and you want to cleanse your body of all this poison. After you have
0: surrounded yourself with
1: people who support your goals to be healthy,
2: Chad offers the next step to take. Little baby steps. What we say to ourselves has power. Let go of the garbage. Start telling myself, you do matter. This life is a gift and you're part of it. I had to start talking to myself on a daily basis in a positive way. Until I started doing that, the negative was still there. There has to be a a rethinking of what's acceptable, what I want. The guy in the mirror is my biggest opponent. My biggest opponent is me. What I say and what I choose to allow in my life is my roadblocks. The other thing that I had to do was stay busy. I always found that when I would give myself idle time, my brain, I I say that it wanders to the darkest of waters in my life. Exercise has helped save my life. I was blessed with an enormous amount of energy. If I don't force that energy to a positive, it auto defaults to a negative every time. When we are left to our own devices, we always wander to the darkest, deepest of waters. We stay out of those waters by staying busy.
0: Overcoming mental health struggles and substance abuse is not an overnight process.
2: We're, we're talking baby steps. Don't people quit on themselves before they get to the other side. Persistence overcomes resistance. And, and I use that in every aspect of my life. In everything that we do, if we persistently seek it, we're going to get what we're looking for.
0: As our guest, JJ Smithy, had pointed out, The roofing industry is full of people with past transgressions looking for an opportunity to get well and live productive, full lives. I hope your roofing company is the safe lighthouse that worker needs. If you are listening and you are the one struggling with substance abuse or thoughts of suicide, I hope you heard the tips and encouragement our guests brought to you. You can always contact Chad through his website, upshiftwithchad.com, or our team through stories at nrca.net. You are not alone. Thanks for listening to this bonus episode, and we will be back soon with another incredible story from this extraordinary industry, the roofing industry. I am Jared Ribble, your host, signing off. Be well, be safe, and be proud of this great industry. I'm going to give our final word to our guest, Todd Dunlap.
1: Bad things do not happen because of who I am. Good things happen because of what I am.
0: Hey there, are you enjoying this podcast series? You can help us continue to offer this great series by doing two simple things right now. First, give this podcast a review in whatever platform you are listening. And second, think of one person who needs to hear this episode and share it with them. These two small acts go a long way in helping us continue to offer you this great podcast series.